Hey guys, this is a disclaimer. The topics we will be talking about are sensitive, but at the end of the day, they are opinion based. So please don't come and attack us on social media. And um, yeah, keep on rolling. Yo. Hey, what's going on, Elijah? It's going, it's, it's going good. Yeah. About that delay. Uh, it's all good, bro. You know, gotta get yourself settled in. Yeah, something about that. <laughs> well, hey, it's a beautiful day out. You're looking at what, like 70 degrees out? Cool breeze. I got my window open. So if you hear, and I, since I'm right next to a tree, you might hear some birds. So FYI. But beautiful day man beautiful day to uh, sit down and record oh yes it's definitely a, a, <laughs> an unusual day <laughs> oh man you sound you good over there need a need a cup of joe <laughs> totally fine uh just uh yeah it was just a hairball what <laughs> <laughs> shit man but all right, I mean, let's let's get into it. Let's dive into the second Cold War. Second Cold War. You sure we're not covering the first Cold War, or we're covering the second one? Nah, we doing the second man. Cold this... War, first one, done with. That was '90s, over with. Now we in the second Cold War. Second Cold War, and who are and who are the entertaining player uh, players in this Cold War? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nah, I'm kidding. Um, I honestly think it's um, it's actually I want to say it's three, three powers, and that would be China, which is I, I would say that's one of the newer players. Mm-hmm. Russia, and then we got USA. That's my personal opinion. What do you think? Yeah, that's that's how I kind of see it. I mean, I kind of see it as like uh, one person wasn't enough, so now it's got to be two to gang up on one person. Trying to gang bang USA, man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they can't handle too much of our team, right? <laughs> <laughs> we will be. be- it's because of gamers, bro. You teabag them so much. <laughs> <laughs> man, but, you're probably your feet. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, the new Cold War. Uh, it's, it's fairly new, I would say so. I mean, I was reading on um, the Wall Street Journals and uh, what else was that? Like, I don't want to say Wikipedia. Wikipedia is very iffy sometimes but yeah I've read on Wall Street Journal Yahoo News uh, what other website was it like Foreign Affairs or something yeah I think about a new Cold War and you know it's interesting because not I don't think there's enough of a we're very early in it that we cannot pinpoint when it really started only when tension started getting a little like on edge, you know what I mean? 
Right. Because, uh, I, I mean, w- what I read was basically in 2014 when uh, it was Russia who intervened with the uh, Ukraine. I mm. think it was like a, a flight or something. Um, That's when, I guess, the election. Uh, well, yeah, right. It was an election. No. Election year was 2012. But in 2014, um, that's when tensions got a little... A little rough again with Russia, between mm-hmm. uh, the USA and, and Russia, because of uh, I guess the neighboring countries of Ukraine were having a kind of like oh whoa like what the f- like what the fuck moment you know like what's going on like are we we about to start some shit now <laughs> so with uh, all the surrounding nations around Ukraine are part of NATO and you know what it, I mean this is gonna sound like really familiar because it's kind of what we're going through right now. Uh, tensions were really high, but not just, uh, but from there, we, I guess everything subsided and nothing big happened after that until like 2019, which China kind of got involved now with, um, well, not just with COVID obviously, but with, uh, more of their information Mm -hmm. I think China's hit more like information. I want to say warfare. Instead of actual like weapons for now, I mean I don't know how how strong their military is. I would assume it's actually really strong since it, you know everything's fucking made in China. But <clears throat> I know with Russia, it's always been Russia with you know especially with American movies, it's always Russia. We've always had some shit against them, <laughs> which even to this day it hasn't even subsided. I guess America versus Russia. You know what I mean? Right. Because you see it in films, you see it in games. It's always this contestant, like, oh, this US versus Russia. And it's like, you know, like China's like the third world, like, hey, what about us? What about us? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, what did you read? I mean, that's kind of like the an overview of what I've read and what I was exposed to because I, I it's very, very like present day, like at this moment, there's some history being made now, you know what I mean? Because it's so new. Not, not a lot of people are talking about it. Right. I, I think one of the correlations I see that's similar to this new Cold War versus the old Cold War is both of them have a high inflation going on. Oh, with uh, inflation right now? Yeah. With the like, gas prices, something? Hell, man. Yeah, yeah, I know the gas prices are something else. I mean, everyone's like, man, I'm paying $5. I mean, I, it almost feel like everyone's turning into European. I mean. <laughs> but with like, see that, it's getting really political. But I really ha- hate that, you know, America, we, America could honestly have been doing all right if we just provide our own energy for our country. You know what I mean? Right. We really are, instead of depending on overseas fuel, as in, you know, oil or gas or whatever you want to call it, I mean, we would be, because we have enough uh, reserves here to sustain us here while we make that change into green energy 
like EV vehicles and, sh- and shit like that. Right. Because I don't know what people thought just overnight. We had like Biden and we become um what uh gas uh non-gas country or whatever like that's not gonna happen like we're two years in and we're still trying to get into those ev vehicles which like i said this is going way off of what our topic is but those uh ev vehicles are looking dope man i ain't gonna lie i saw that new toyota you did oh yeah that's just nice man that the suv i think it's like a grx or something what's it called I don't know. Uh, I think it's called a GRX. Uh, let's see. Sorry, it's because I have my laptop up right now. Oh, it's a BZ4. BZ4, that's what it is? Yeah. It's nice, man. If you if you get a chance, look it up. I might, that, that might just be my next uh, investment. What? I'm going to have to check it out, see how customized this vehicle is, you know? There's a... Um... You know, these uh, vehicles are taking a lot longer to uh, get out here, so uh, I got to see what all the features they're going to be offering. Don't get me wrong. Teslas are dope, but I kind of like this one no more. But that's just me, though. Anyway, back at the topic at hand, Cold War, man. What what, what info you got on that? Uh, I mean, like say, the, inf- the info I got on it was like, it, it, to me, I feel like there's a correlation with uh, with the inflation and then you know one of the questions I'm I'm kind of curious about what you thinking is like do you believe it's harder to be doing a cold war nowadays because you know how globalized you know a lot of the uh, the supply chain is because you know it seems like everyone's depending on everyone else for something <sighs> yeah that's that's where it gets kind of rough man it's i think we've developed a very complex structure in our society that we all depend on each other right and it's hard because uh for example right now europe is struggling right now because most of their natural gas and uh uh there's there's one other resource they 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 acquire is Mm -hmm. from from russia you know it's like and, and it gets complex because, like, okay, well, if we go to if NATO gets involved and get, goes to war with Russia, Russia's gonna be like, "Fuck you guys!" Then I'm not gonna supply you with anything, and then that might cause problems with like it's like a whole domino effect where not is not just gonna be Europe getting affected, but now it's other countries getting affected who are associated with NATO. You know what I mean? Right. So I think it's it's gotten so complex with the the uh, structure we, we've made to depend on one country for something, another country for another thing, and then we so, so on and so forth. You would think we're kind of at, in a position where it's kind of world peace, I guess. Yeah. Where nobody wants to fuck with nobody because then everybody gets fucked. <laughs> so so it, it's, it's strange. It, it's hard for me to like give you a direct answer for that it, it, it's just really it's just complex yeah because it seems like when you bring everyone to the table everyone has something to offer but it's like it's like not everyone has everything all centralized it's like well i'm lacking in this i gotta go get it somewhere else huh. and then there's other places like well we have it but like 
is like we know you depend on us so it's like you gotta come you can you you've gotta bend a little if you want to actually get the items from us that you actually need and since like i mean since uh i mean since like with the whole cold war i mean like since i mean as long as no one really officially declares war on each other it's really just like each person well i mean each person just literally just glaring at the other person and they're just side eyeing them like are you gonna make the move no are you gonna make the move and it's like you're going back and forth with this whole dance seeing like who's gonna flinch first yeah well the co- see my thing is with the original well the, obviously the, the first cold war was it really called the Cold War, or was that called the Cold War afterwards? Mm, no, it was. It was definitely called the Cold War because everybody was in like uh, distress, as in, are we going to get nuked or something? Right. Right, but I mean, you also, if you think about it, it also uh, came in part with like the countries being nationalized. With like, see, this is what we're doing. And it was like, you need to step up your game. It's almost like someone walking up to you and be like, you see what I'm doing? And it's like, shit, man. He's much cooler than me. I gotta do the same thing he's doing or do it better. Like yeah. the whole space race. That was like one of the big things. Um, especially with like having like the, you know, Russia having like the, the first satellite up there. And it was like, oh, now we're gonna send someone up into space. And then America was like, well, we need to get our crap together. What the hell what? are we doing? We, we, our crap or our crack? Our crap. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get our crap together. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Let, let's be like Biden and start passing out these pipes, bro. <laughs> what, th- what do you think's happening mm-hmm. with that whole marijuana bill? Dude, uh, that just... Man, we need to be like Colorado, bro. We really need to be like Colorado. Colorado ain't struggling. They're using all them funds just to, uh, what was it? I think they're, they used it to kind of like fund schools and kind of like remodel them or whatever, add new features or some shit. And now, because they have so much money left over, they're like, okay, we're building homeless shelters. Like for people to, obviously for homeless people to, living so they're not living on the street man colorado is the closest to paradise in this country as it is well aside from florida i guess but so wait a second so do you think california should be taking a page from them then like california needs to drown buddy (laughs) wait what hell yeah man (laughs) california man (laughs) mark my word bro Mark my words. Everybody who made California horrible are moving out and the, and going to like Texas, where it's such a great place to live because people have so much liberty. Yeah. At least from what I've heard, and I have one buddy who moved out there, and he told me the same things. Like, dude, houses out here are awesome. Like a house like this, you would not be able to find it out like near the city at the price I got it at. I'm like, Ooh. and let me tell you, he got a really decent house. It's, it's Probably, what is it like uh, a two-story house with a a, a finished business uh, finished business a fin- finished basement? I'm like something that you would see out by I don't know if you've been out there, but by like Aurora or Romeoville. 
houses like that huge man and then he has a big ass yard i'm like damn oh, oh yeah that would have cost a fortune in california yeah. you're I'm not get, you're not getting that cheap nah. <laughs> and you know what's funny i hate that people are always like oh yeah california is nice this and that i'm like bro have you seen the streets <laughs> you guys are just seeing the nice little pictures and shit have you seen them streets people who live there homie i've always said it man if illinois does not get their shit straight better yet if chicago does it it is not the shit on chicago because it, it does have its perks like nice city and whatever but if we do not get our shit together we gonna end up looking like la are we, we though a- i mean I, I feel like they're almost too different because i mean I know, cold. Well, that's that's one, and then uh, I mean, there's a couple other ones, but I mean, there's that one, and then it just seems like I, I noticed that like a lot of the like the homes and stuff they don't want to, uh, I guess build like apartment buildings within like single family home neighborhoods because they have this, they, you know, they have this stigma or this fear that like. If one section of a neighborhood gets destroyed and gets built up with apartments, the rest of the neighborhood is going to be up for grabs because other developers are going to come in and be like, well, if you're allowing them to build a project of putting in another 50, you know, 56 floors of apartments, I want to put one in there too. And then everyone else is going to want to put one in there. And they feel like all their houses are going to get wiped out because they, they get this almost this fear that like the their own personal ownership of having a single home is not going to be there no more because everyone's going to be wanting to buy your house up because your land's too valuable. Well, well then that kind of ties into like real estate though. Think about it. I'm not going to dive into it because we could definitely have another uh, discussion about it. Right. Well, there, real estate has become kind of a monopoly where people are buying stuff and making everybody else pay such a high price for something that shouldn't even be that expensive to begin with and it's like like how do how do you expect us the the or like homeless people to be winning when this shit happens it's kind of hard for it's kind it's kind of hard to be saying uh, how they're going to be winning because I mean they're kind of uh, they're they're kind of at the whims of the power of B. It's kind of almost like with uh, um, almost with like in the Cold War, you know. In a lot of ways, you had spies always trying to like seek out information, but then at the same time, they were kind of like, you know, they had to deal with unexpected things that happened within their uh, in the contest of I guess of their mission. And it's like, well, I wasn't expecting this to happen. And then it's like, I got caught. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I don't know, man. It's like I said, that's that's like another topic for like real estate, man, because it has gotten just I understand people do it because if you have the money for it, why not? Right. But then it's like, eh, you're kind of fucking up everybody else. Yeah. You know? Was, yeah. But that, like I said, that's a whole different topic. We're here talking about Cold War, man. Right. Let's bring it back. Um, So, for China, 
one of the things that I know why I said China and, and, you know, obviously anybody listening, this is all just, you know, personal, this is my own personal opinion. It's like China's really started heading in to like the topic of a new cold war because of obviously COVID-19. That's where, um, I guess a lot of, especially here in the United States, a lot of it was going on that, oh yeah, China's developing biological warfare where, you know, things are getting out of hand and now we're getting affected with it. So, and it was just a lot of back and forth with it. And then, you know, we had our, the best president of the United States, Trump, sarcasm, FYI, (laughs) but he was uh, talking about that it was the, the China, Chinese virus and always talking down like nah they developed it blah 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 you know you remember when he was talking about all that yeah and there was a lot of tensions going on between China and the United States at that time so I think by that by by the time that started hitting that's when China became a little more involved and they're focusing more on the information especially now since China, China serve uh, TikTok servers are in China, and they can, you know, obviously say, "All right, we're gonna do." Then I think we talked about this before previously, where they can really kind of designate what information gets displayed into their uh, viewers, depending on what country they're in or what state they're in. You know what I mean? So that they started messing. That that's kind of what ha- I think. That's kind of what led to more of the uh, uh, obviously aside from the um, the uh, what was it called the twenty was it the twenty 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 election? Yeah, they started messing with a lot of our information, and whatever is true, whatever is not, they censor a lot of stuff. So I think that's why a lot of mistrust is being developed between the government and the people. And not just that, it's just you know, dividing a lot of people here in the United States with making them believe certain things that are probably true or probably not. So I think China is playing that game while Russia is playing more of the, uh, I'm a test. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a test every single one of you guys and see what you guys are going to do. I'm going to push you guys as far as I can to see where this leads to, like testing us, you know? Yeah. Where I'm not making sense. Is this where, uh, I mean, from, I mean, this is my own personal opinion, but from, I mean, from what I see, to me, I feel like China has, as literally, from what has, from where it's been, as where it's been going, I felt like they've made a astonished record in like, literally their economy just blowing up like to where they have like got gotten now and to see how integrated a lot of their cities are and to, to just the given like the fact that like some of their major cities have like a huge air pollution you know problem plus they're like one of the one of the largest countries that are co-producers and they're trying to get away from that um it's just it's it's just massive of how of how, how much on just an economic level, have like much of them really explode because like they're it's almost like in some ways their country is going through a similar phase that like the U.S. kind of had like after the war, like after World War II, like you know they had a big huge like baby boom, 
they had a lot of people basically moving to like major cities and stuff like that. Well, I mean, they're kind of getting the same thing, but they're doing it in their major cities. So like they've got like so many projects going on and so many high rises, you know, a lot of people that's in that country is like they're experiencing a, a type of uh, a sense of wealth that they haven't really experienced before. So what you're saying is there, and sorry to cut you off, but what you're saying, they're getting into that, that's what we experienced in the, I guess you could say 50s of our economy blowing up the way it did, is what they're experiencing now. Right. Okay. Because, I mean, it it seems like, uh, it, it seems like to me, like, they definitely are wanting to take the title that the U.S. has been held for so long. Like, I guess the status of what they've been uh, basically held to. Because, I mean, like, the the way that they do things versus the way we do things are almost totally different things. Like, here, you got to go through a whole system of red tape. While with them, it's like, you got to ask the government. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so so would you say that they don't have enough freedom over there mm, not as not as much as here it's I feel like it's more limited just to just to the way how it is here because I mean it's kind of like as you're talking about it it's like it's the rise to power they basically have basically have summoned you know with all the progressions they've been doing and all the things that been they've been able to accomplish, it's I, I feel like it's a feat in itself. I mean, a lot of the things that they've gotten gotten have, I can see why you know there will be like a new Cold War with them recognizing them as a superpower because they see themselves as well. We want to succeed and be higher or better than the U.S. Okay, so. Hmm. That's because to me that kind of sounds more like a rivalry. Right. Yes. So would that be a cold war or would that be a rivalry? Well, I think it's a bit of both because I mean, in some aspects, I think when in the whole cold war aspect, it's kind of more like you know how like since we were talking about U.S. and Russia and there was always that tensions. I always I kind of felt like China has basically took in the role of what Russia was doing, and just doing it much better than they are. Mm. Okay. Because, I mean, in a lot of ways, you know, the country is like, you know, they got a lot of things going on. But as you were just mentioning earlier, they are working behind the scenes, too. So, like, they're kind of going back and forth, you know, like, you know, what's the next thing we could do in order to kind of just get us further ahead of the West? Well, simple. Make American citizens freaking dumb. That way they don't have enough. I mean, we're already struggling to begin with to get like smart ass people to, you know, born and raised here and be American citizens to work for uh, like engineering fields and whatever. We hire people from outside of this country. Come on. To work in these STEM fields. We're already struggling, dude. But I guarantee you we have people who know how to dance. <laughs> I think about it, man. I can tell you, there's a lot of dancers out there, but there's not enough, of, you know, brains out there. Shit. Well, oh yeah, I mean, of course, there's a lot of people who know how to dance. 
I mean, that's that's how China's winning, bro. Tell me I'm wrong. Come on, man. Tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) Yes, yes, they're yes, they're winning on some aspects, but then they're also losing on some aspects. Like you said, the whole about dancing part. You can you can just go back to. I hate this. I hate this. No, I'm not. You can't. You can't technically say that. But I was just about to go back and just say you can just look at the powers that be who control part of the dancing industry. Just look at Hollywood. Oh God, man! Like I said, California can drown, bro. (laughs) But come on, who's going to support the dance instructors, especially the professional ones? <laughs> okay, I get it, you know, but I think we need to reward different, like just like how I guess, oh, you can do this talent, cool, blah blah blah. You get all these views, you can get, um, I don't know, thousands of dollars or whatever for something you did, like. Think about it. We made what? What's that dude? I forgot what the guy's name was, but he's the one that we, he always recorded that that whole damn Daniel. Like, did he really need to be on Ellen, bro? Come on, man. He necessarily like, didn't have to, but I mean, I and mean, then he got I, a whole lifetime supply of fucking vans, bro. <sighs> Lord, but like, I mean. He, we don't need to reward that, man. We need to reward like actual people who are building, you know, the shit that we use every day. Like, oh God, like this guy, this guy's a freaking smartass. You know what he did? He further improved, I don't know, some fucking mechanism we use every day, like a TV remote. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, something. But instead of rewarding that, we reward somebody who has a, uh... oh, I've never seen that dance trick before. Let me try it. It becomes a fucking trend. Okay, I get I get your frustration. Yeah. You also got to think about like <clears throat> there are people in the country that are getting that. They're just the the noise is not as loud as that dance move that you were just talking about. That dance move is just gonna get a lot more attention. So dumb, dude. I remember when um they, they like don't get me wrong. It, it, what song was it originally? But you remember when people were uh, making all these videos, uh, putting their car in neutral and then dancing outside of the freaking car? You remember that? Mm, yeah, I remember that faintly. I forgot what song it was, but I know it started. The song was in English, in uh, in Spanish. They started with this whole. Uh, they they did it and it became a trend where it was a, a very popular song for Mexican parties. Uh, it's called uh, La Chona. Yeah. They started dancing outside. I'm like, oh my. Yeah, like, like, really, guys? Like, come on, man. We need more. I'm just frustrated. That's it. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it bothers me because we, we just, we need to start rewarding or give people certain attention for the, or kind of like motivate these uh, younger crowds to, okay, it's actually pretty dope if you figure out some kind of, you know, undiscovered sci- or unsolvable math equation or sci- sci- I don't know, some scientists who couldn't figure this out, but we have this 15-year-old who figured it out. Like, that's some bomb-ass shit. That's going to help our society to survive and strive and probably even live 
a lot longer than where we're at now. And I feel like China, they're actually doing that. That's why I think um, China has one of their highest uh, uh, percentage of uh, engineering graduates from their, most of their tech schools. I'm like, what the fuck? And then here we have such a low graduation rate for anybody going into the STEM fields. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, I mean, you got to think, <clears throat> you got to think about it. Like in a lot of ways, the culturally is two, is two, is two different areas. And I mean, like, I remember, uh, I remember one of the executives from Apple was saying like, when he went to China, he said, if he took, if he took a lot of the engineers that was in that country, he could fill up a whole stadium. If he tried to do the same thing in America, it would just only be an auditorium, just a small auditorium because of the amount, just like you're saying, just the amount of people who are going into the field, it's not as many. That, and on top of that, like the ones that do go into it, they're probably are more passionate about it. Because I mean, like, if, you, if you're looking at it, in some ways, one of the things that kind of like America kind of holds over a lot of other countries, usually it's our blueprints. Or things that are like are, are the technical designs on certain key aspects of certain technologies because it's kind of like, well, we have these technologies. We will license it to you, but you gotta pay us. That's one that's one of the key things that like that kind of gives America its power is we love to license the crap out of anything. Anything that could give us money and put value within like something that we created. But we don't necessarily produce it here, but we have the blueprints for. But you, if you want to get access to those, you got to pay us to just get a license just to have it. It's kind of where we're like, we like, this is our carrot. We hold over everyone else. So you're saying that we're more of a business like structure than we are for like STEM. Right. Any STEM field. That's what you're saying. Right. I mean, I guess, you know, America's always been about money. Exactly. I mean, like, like you you see it in like some movies where like you know sometimes they want to get like certain characters in, but there's but when you're trying to do it over here, it's always a licensing issue because not every it's like it's not just one company that owns all those characters. It's sometimes it's broken up into several companies, only one or two characters. So it's like if you want to get those characters, you got to go to those other companies. Hmm. Okay. Oh, like uh, like we're trying to get a uh, Spider Man or something, right? Or if you're trying to get like the X Men into like another into another like movie, you would have to talk to Fox. Not nah, Disney. Now, but before <laughs> <laughs> you would have had to talk to Fox because they oh, own yeah. it. But now they're not. Yes, it is Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um... I mean, I guess. I mean, now, now that you put it that way, I, yeah. I mean, America's been more of a business than us actually having uh, <clears throat> the minds to help further our advance our country. Yeah, you know, I feel like in some aspect that kind of you know this whole um, how things are presented to us it affects a lot of our national nationalism. Is that what it's called? Yeah, our patriarchy here in the yeah. United States. Because we create so many walls where it's like are we not proud to be in this country anymore or like what? Oh, it's, uh, oh it's, man, uh, that sounds like you got a lot to say about that. I mean, I mean, to be honest, it's, it's, you know, the, the sum it up, the word it's complicated. I mean, 
I mean, what you just what you just said. I mean, it it really is because, like, in some hands, like, some people want to use other other countries, like, you know, type of like systems. But like, if they want to use those other type of systems, you know, they gotta go through our regulations and like, if our regulations even allow it. Like, I know yeah, one of the so, so say it, Elijah. Socialism doesn't work. Say it. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> why not because if uh if i if like if i said it's like i said that you got to you got to tell that to everyone else it is working for like who i'm gonna put like, you on the spot man like who the elites <laughs> the elites. nah who what country has it worked for come on wait what country has it worse no, what country has it worked for? What the like the socialism? Yeah, like straight socialism, just straight socialism. Oh, China has kind of like a just, mix. Of, you could, you also... could, I mean, you could look at. Uh, I mean, you could look at the European countries. Um, I mean, if you don't, if you don't take in a factor of the whole gas thing, because that's the only thing that's really like super high there. It's probably the main. It's probably the main thing over there, because like. I mean, it works because, like, you know, like, you see people are a lot more happier there. It's just that, like, you don't see this huge... Uh, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation in itself. Like, the whole uh, wealth inequality. I mean, that's something we could kind of cover on as well. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but, the, but the systems over... But some of the systems over there do work. And, I mean, you even... You can even make that comparison to like Canada as well, but you know it doesn't like work I, in Canada, man. People suffering. Yes. Me, no, 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 no. I'm gonna stop you right there, man. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right there because <laughs> Canadians, there's Canadians who said it. <laughs> in America, you guys have money left over to spend to go do shit. In Canada, yeah, we have all these little insurances by the country we have all this shit but i cannot go out and enjoy myself like i do in america you're right i'm just, I'm just saying that culturally it's just different i mean the the way how our societies are it's like the thing is that like in some ways it's not not all things work everywhere like you know like here it's kind of more like you know if you have if it's like if you got money you can make things happen but like like if you try to do it in China, it depends on what you're trying to do there. That is like if it's going to happen or not happen. So I mean, like, when but I'm sure in China. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Finish. Yeah. So I'm like, what I'm saying is like, uh, I mean, if I mean, if you really want to look at how like how how there's special treatment, like if you look at Tesla was one of the only companies. That was allowed to have full ownership of their of of their of their buildings. Normally, that doesn't even happen. Normally, it's Tesla, bro. Elon Musk is our savior. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's the man. He's our land. savior. <laughs> he came to the U.S. and was like, "I'm about to make y'all." Be something special, <laughs> and now we're over here shitting on the man. I'm like, people, are, man. <sighs> but I mean, oh. it, 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 
it goes back to the whole, I mean, globalization. Like, it's just hard. It's 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 just harder to have a cold uh, a cold war when like uh, everyone kind of depends on some someone for something else. Yeah, I agree. It's it's it, it's gotten too complex for us to even like dive into a, another cold war. At, at least you know from what it sounds like, we both agree on that. It, it's gotten way too complex. Would it could it happen? Or are we in it? It's really up in the air, at least from what I've seen. I mean, what I've read. Uh, it seems like it's really up in the air. Doesn't say like a actual, yeah, we're in it or not. But it's very, I think it's rumored. Just, you know, we're kind of in the uh, either, what do you call it, the pre-Cold War? Or we're starting, we're at the start of it. But there's no really like, yeah, it's official. Yeah, at least from what I've seen. Yeah, because I mean, just the, I mean, just to kind of get like a scenario for people, like, I mean, as like us being a, end up being in a cold war, it would be like, well, if we're trying to be against another country, and then like we don't want to use their stuff, but then if they make all our stuff, it's kind of hard to really have a cold war because, like, we don't make anything here other than the food. <laughs> <laughs> Buy American, people. Buy American. <laughs> because, and... I mean, some, I mean, some people that ask, like, would you be willing to pay more money if it was American-made? And, and, and people say, yeah, I would. I would. It's just the like how how much more? Because I I always think about like if it's made here, that the people are making it, depending at where the the, the factory is, they're probably gonna have to be okay. paid a hell lot more. Well, let me put it like this: I think people, because I am pretty confident to say that if it's American made, it's built to last. You know what I mean? At least for. I'm not talking cars because Ford. Uh, let's not get into that. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, but like, let's say if we were to design and build something like some mechanical, uh, I don't know, some something mechanical, right? Right. Because we're so good at designing and having the specs for something, and we were to produce and make it, manufacture it here. I think people and people who. Would, are more willing to buy it because they know they will get the um, a very almost high end product where you know you the money you're investing into that it's actually going to be worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you buy um, uh, like what's it called? Because uh, I've bought uh, I bought some what's it those energy drinks from uh, Origin Origin Maine. I don't know yeah. if you heard of that company, and they're called Rocco. Um, I personally like that, and that's stuff that's made in America. There's also another company called uh, that's a it's an American company. It's called Black Rifle, which they they make coffee. I think that's some of the most uh, most for well at least for my liking, it's very uh, good coffee. It has it's really strong and kind of what I like. So because if I go out and buy um, like a uh, like a whole like like what was that? They're they're in plastic cups now right plastic cups for like uh the uh, folders if i go buy that i know I, mm, i'm not probably gonna enjoy it as much as i would for a black rifle car and it and you know what's funny is, is if even though it's an american-made product 
you know, it, it it's very, it's either sometimes at the same price as something that's from overseas or it's a little lower. At least from what I've noticed, that's how it is. So I don't understand why uh, we don't dive into more manufacturing for ourselves. If, if America, America has enough land to have uh, like manufacturing joints built or to buy something that's a, like land that's been available for a while and have their manufacturing plant there and then you know start somewhere we it's like we're one of those countries where we're like from rags to riches you know what i mean not everything starts off like tesla where you have enough money to build a whole gigafactory and shit which even that took a while while for that to be built i mean in a lot of ways like i mean it's just only been a growing trend like a lot of companies they just see like well if I develop it here, they know they cost more, but if I send those jobs overseas, it it costs a fraction of what I would pay in the actual country that I actually reside in. So I mean like in somewhat ways, you know, I say like before pandemic or before the uh, the pre pandemic, it made more sense just only because like, you know, the places where it was getting made at, you know, it was costing like pennies on a dollar it was like why would i want to build it in my own country <laughs> you'll be eating up i'll be eating up my own profits are you stupid <laughs> they will look at you crazy but then i do see what you're saying like if you're building and residing in your actual own country and you having all the materials coming in there and then you're just building it up from the ground up i mean yeah you can mark it up for a higher price and you can say yeah it's, it's basically made in-house in the actual country you know i just think like it, it's just, it, it just takes time to slowly do something like that yeah especially if you wanted to bring more stuff back in stateside you know it's it's gonna it's gonna take more time just to do that i mean if anything it's more easier for startups to kind of do that now uh more so than companies who've been established for a while because you know for some reason you know, it goes back to the whole globalization. A lot of their production is not just centralized in one area. It's kind of spread out globally. So it's like, oh, I got to get this item from this country. And then I got to get this other item from this country. And then we pull together within this country to make the final product. Hmm. And, you know, it just, it just takes, it just takes time. If you, if like, uh, if we really wanted something to, to be more centralized. Hmm. So, Okay. So I'm going to hit you with two questions then. So do you think, this is my first question. Okay. Do you think if America, let's say hypothetically, hypothetically, we become a country that relies on our, relies on our own like resources, would there be a potential cold war? Yeah, there's still good. There's still good to be a a potential cold war. It would just be over um, different resources. But would we be involved? You know what I mean? Like, since we rely on ourselves, why should we go overseas to help them out if that's not our problem? I mean, I mean, in some ways, it doesn't necessarily have to be, but I mean, with the way how things are now, you kind of could make it our problem because you could just attack us, just like you were saying with the whole informational warfare. You don't have to, you don't have to necessarily attack the uh, the resources you could go after at, uh, attacking the the one thing that's like you know core to like uh, to like a country like this with its like 
the parts of the infrastructure or parts of the uh, platforms that people rely on. Hmm. Okay. Like, I mean, I, I think, like, in some ways, uh, I mean, uh, I, I think the biggest, I, I think the biggest thing would be, like, right now would be the information because, like, it, you don't really, you don't really have to do much. I mean, I mean, we always like, hear about, like, there's this nerd or, or this is person who's, like, living in his mom's basement and he's like, yeah, let me go and attack this website. Let me find all his loopholes. <laughs> everything like this, this person has like no life <clears throat> when like he could actually be someone who's like you know he could have a life and he's just hired from another company to just you know be doing investigations uh, for the company's flaws I mean what was the other question you were talking about well the the other one is just basically saying do you think you know, with the, you know, how I was talking about the whole information aspect. Yeah. You think we're, we're going to have like, kind of like a, uh, every country is going to have their own internet. Like right now, it's like the internet is everywhere, right? Right. But what if there was like internet with, within just your country where it's not worldwide? It's just your country. You know nah, what I mean? I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen. It's really, it were, we're already we're already too integrated. I will say this though, there are some exceptions to it because like I would think like one of the places where like they do have certain aspects of it cut off, uh like China's the one with like you know, they have this great firewall. So like, you know, if people want to see certain like uh uh certain platforms, like social social media platforms, they do gotta switch over to uh VPNs. Um they even, even, uh, I mean, uh, you know, even, even some people even recommend like if you want to go visit like you know some countries. They recommend you don't even bring your personal phone; you bring a burner phone. Because I mean, like you know, this that kind of goes back to the whole TikTok. You know, like you know, your information, you know, is on those little servers. So like, you're bringing overseas to somewhere. You know, you're kind of leaving. You're kind of leaving it exposed um, to different type of elements. Mm, okay, so and no, I, no sectional internet. Yeah, I don't. I, I really, I really. To, it, to me, like, no. Nah, I, I feel like that. Uh, that. Uh, been settled. Like, it's too. It's too integrated to how everything is kind of like wolved in because of how. The technology that have been like basically been lace, and yeah, I I just don't see that being unraveled. Really, that's interesting because I, I would think you know that that you would say the uh on the contrary you know because or the opposite of that because you know with Russia doing going through everything they're going through right now being so secluded, I would think they would create their own internet like their own. Yeah, the, just their own established internet for themselves. They, At least that's what I was thinking. I was just like, hmm. I mean, there could. But I mean, they're big. I mean, in some ways, right now, they're kind of, right now, almost in a similar spot as, like, North Korea. Not as bad as it right now. But, I mean, the you know, for them to, like, create their own little internet, they necessarily could. But I feel like they will be missing out with all the interactions, and it's uh, 
it almost karma go it kind of goes back with the whole uh uh with the whole like uh financial things like because you know how like it's it's got its messaging system and it's connected you know basically worldwide i mean if you're just gonna cut off an entire segment of a population off of the of the off of the worldwide web i mean it's it, it's gonna look almost alien if you're creating something new and then you're just trying to do a similar experience it's like sooner or later if you do that you're gonna sooner or later gonna want to connect that system to the existing system that's already established because everyone else is on that system it's kind of the same thing with the whole uh blockchain technology right now it's not super integrated but that technology is coming so i mean like it's going to be integrated in one form or fashion uh in almost every facet you know every facet of of a person's life it's going through right now Elijah, I, I, you know I, I figured it out i know what you want what's that you want a one world government I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. I mean, I was a big fan of that uh, that uh, Starship Troopers. Shit. You you want a one world government? That's what you want, man. Hey, man, it it'll keep everything simple, right? No cold wars. Right. Every everyone's base. Everyone has the same. Everyone has the same IDs. Oh, okay. Everyone doesn't have to deal with all these different type of currencies. So would you say, well, let me put it like this. I, I think eventually this would all, everything we're experiencing now is going to lead us into that. We're going to have to do it one way or another to be a one world government. Like if COVID-19, or when the pandemic hit and all that, it kind of brought us all together in a way. Right. What makes you not think that similar situations or probably more horrible situations will bring us closer into becoming a one-world government? I think it will have to be something extreme that I, that will have to happen, but... See, I mean, and you can name it. It could be freaking invasion from space or some shit. Getting <laughs> sci-fi, you know what I mean? Or it could be like we completely nuked everything, and then five hundred, seven hundred years later, then we create a one-world government, stuff like that. But see, there's a whole, there's a whole list. I mean, you, you, you kind of already named off the first one. I mean, that one literally would be the easiest one the way to be basically forced the nations to basically okay let's just merge into one Dude, they're gonna disclose it watch because i mean they're gonna, like if they're gonna tell us they're real i mean because of, of speculations like okay this is only this is just only my opinion if if aliens day came and let's say they wanted to do diplomacy with us and time. and then they didn't want to do diplomacy, they actually want to undermine our 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 nations and and basically just take our resources you know it could force the the nation's leaders to uh get together and like let's say let's say like one of the major powers lose 
half of their nation because of like the destruction that like that transpires out of that, that whole meeting. It might just it might just lead that human suffering to it's better that we work together as one single united group and focus on them and then we just change the various history that's been going on of instead of having us with all these different type of ideas we just merge together as only one collective as a group as a species because that's what if if they're already here man that could be but i like that that could be another way for the species itself to unite as one and to speed up space technology again elon musk (laughs) <laughs> he's on it baby he's on it he said I'm yes. taking no chances motherfuckers yes, I'm creating but, EV vehicle yes, and now yes. I've developed a rocket that goes into space yes, and back he, to earth but he was just one man imagine if you have the entire world working together as one there will be more than just one Elon Musk there will be like a dozen Elon Musk together <laughs> yeah yeah a because lot of billionaires putting in money. Yeah, because you will accelerate those technologies even further because they will be putting their collective minds together. And they'll be like, oh, we spot this, we spot this, we put two and two together. We are able to propel, you know, the the rocket propulsion twice as fast as what we did before. Or be able to like, you know, you know, probably like, you know, I know one thing he's always talking about getting to Mars. One of the things is how you're gonna keep a human being sleep. You know, there's been like cryo sleeping. Yeah, quite a few like movies where they talked about like let's just use the prisoners. The Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I'm just saying, man. You know, they're they're already here. They're 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 actually living inside our Earth. The portal to see them is in Antarctica. That's why it's all closed off from everybody. That's why you can't even see it on Google Maps. Or Google Earth, I'm sorry. It's all hidden. You're probably right. But on that note, I'm going to stop. I don't want to disappear. So, yeah, man. I mean, eventually I think we, we might lead into that. But for now, it's... uh. It's very complicated, and I think uh, what's happening in Ukraine, obviously very horrible. I mean, one thing I hate is when they compare it with uh, World War II. It's like, motherfuckers, do you not know what happened in World War II? Don't get me wrong, Ukraine is having it rough right now, but World War II, motherfuckers would having their whole skin peeled off from gas and all types of shit. Like, you guys have no idea what these soldiers experience. Um, oh, yeah, they, I mean, it's it's almost a totally different... Uh... Uh, war zone and 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 you know going on because it's like you know two different type of errors you know if you think about like a lot of the different type of attacks you know it was like uh it was almost like a free-for-all and like you know more of the more of the world was like all right all right we're fighting into this one battle while playing this it's kind of like okay it's just only two people it's only two countries but we're trying not to escalate this uh, into a hotter war than it needs to be. Yeah. Because I, I feel like if they could, you know, if they could reach some sort of like middle ground, like, okay, stalemate, let's just go about our business, we could get back to focusing on what's freaking important, 
with people's lives because it's like I know people are just tired of like okay we've already dealt been dealing with this pandemic can we like move on and go back to regular life and it's like with everything that's going on you know a lot of technologies have been celery even more so and, and since you were talking about the whole Tesla sh- and stuff like that you know like I was like how you know you know that, that goes back to whole China because you know that was one of the things that they wanted to do was they wanted to be the most dominant in the EV space, and at the present moment they're doing that. So now the U.S. just like in the last previous Cold War, they got to play catch up. It's like we want thousands of freaking charge stations. That's gonna take time. Yeah, <laughs> and that's something that you know I don't know, man. Americans are like, yeah, we want to go back to normal. To what? <laughs> what do you want to go back to normal for? Oh, God. <laughs> to what? To, to, to feel self-entitled again? To to what? Huh? Man. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not, but I read that an MIT uh, school developed like a supercomputer of AI, and it said by 2050, we should be extinct. I was like, "Woo, man, that's like a thirty years, homie." Mm, <laughs> not if we get those rockets to Mars. Uh, <laughs> All I gotta say, man, like we have so much more bigger problems to worry about. Can we not stop any war, cold or not? Can we just stop? We need to fix our planet. Plastic pollution, yeah. people. Get on it. Listen to it. It's the problem we're having. That's my thing, man. But, hey, we're just two individuals right now talking about all this shit. Yeah. It's strange, man. But, yeah, um, I hope we don't have any further developments of, you know, China going into Taiwan. I think if China were to invade Taiwan, then we're skipping the whole Cold War, and we're going straight to war. And that's a big maybe, too, because... Like you said, it's got it. Like we've been talking about, it's gotten so com- complex that I don't know if we would jump into war right away, like the United States. It, I mean, it's 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 a it's a very good question. I mean, Taiwan is a very, um, it's a, it's a definitely very important uh, spot, especially in the whole chip space. Um, I would I would I would think right now. I mean, it's kind of more of a wait and see because I mean, like. I think like a lot of the world is kind of just looking at like okay how how this whole Russia and Ukraine is going to pan out. If it's like a total stalemate, I see China just like you know what? Let me just not think about going after freaking Taiwan. Just like you know what? Let's just uh, keep doing business as usual because we're already making the killing. You know, there's you know there's other ways for them to basically be able to own another country. You know you know, not forcibly using military. It, it's like, it is one of them, but there's other ways that they could go about it. Right. So, like, yeah, we're, we're in some uh, interesting times right now with, uh, with that whole, I think it's just three superpowers fighting for supremacy right now. Right. And it's, a, as you know, as, you know, some listeners may find, you know, it's, it's kind of worrisome or, you know, can be scary at times, but the reality we live in, right it's here, just, um, something we got to deal with. Yeah, so it's uh, it's getting past, it's getting close to that uh, 
one hour and ten minute mark. Uh, you want to wrap up with final final closing comments? Mm, I would say keep your eyes, ears, mind open. Analyze whatever we we see. Uh, this new Cold War, whether we want to call it that or not. I mean, I think we're we're kind of at the start, or I don't think we're necessarily in it just yet, but we're kind of at the start and it's something for us to be aware of that it could happen at any time. It probably already started, but we just don't know. Like I said, it's very present. Nobody knows anything concise as to like where or when it started. So there's no definite answer to that. So I just say, you know, yeah, just be be aware of what's coming or whether, I don't know, tomorrow, tonight, I don't know. You know, everything changes so so fast. Just uh, try to keep yourself ready for anything that happens, any changes. Any closing thoughts for you? Uh, I I would say, you know, with with everything going on, I would say, like, you know, um, if, if you're feeling about unease about the situations going on, you know, always try to say, like, you know, just go for a walk or uh or oh, meditate sweet. on it you know do something that's <laughs> like more more soothing to just uh or do whatever hobby that you find that could kind of uh soul uh, that, that 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 softens your uh the tensions that's going on in your life healthy right healthy right healthy not unhealthy you know not like toxic like you know gambling that's that's bad <laughs> <laughs> oh shit okay well all right bro um next week we'll have something else ready we'll get it uh rolling we should uh what are we we getting um uh, close to having having something up so that way we can talk to or have comments from people who are listening so we can get some more uh more interaction with our listeners uh we're coming with what a, a website soon, and maybe maybe start a Reddit. I don't know. Have like some Reddit section. What do you think? I think that would be a pretty good idea. It's always good to have good dialogue. Yeah, then probably we could do something with that too. Uh, on that note, we are closing this out. Toxic sessions out. Yep. Until next time.